Good morning. Ken Reed only announced his resignation from the Leesburg Town Council on Tuesday, but there are already three people lining up for a shot at his seat. And they're all familiar faces. For Friday, November 17th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Three former candidates for town council have thrown their hats in the ring again for Ken Reed's seat on the town council. Reed announced earlier this week that he would be resigning effective December 1st. If you've followed Leesburg politics, those names will be familiar. Josh Thiel, Gwen Pangle, and Neil Steinberg confirmed yesterday that they intend to run in the special election. Thiel was the runner-up in the most recent town council special election, November 7th. That was to fill the year left in Kelly Burke's council term, which she left early after being elected mayor. He said he'll do things a little differently this time, in his words, focusing more on people, not politics. Gwen Pangle narrowly missed a seat on council in last year's regular election, coming up 42 votes shy of a seat on the dais. She said she'd planned to wait until 2018 to run again, but life has a funny way of changing your plans for you. And Neil Steinberg had planned to run in the special election in November, but decided to postpone his campaign shortly after the August filing deadline. He said he was already planning to run for a full term in 2018. The town council is hoping to have that special election as soon as February 6th, in part to avoid appointing an interim council member, which in the past has been a little bit of a messy process. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, evidence presented by Loudoun County prosecutors on Wednesday alleges a person diagnosed with schizophrenia purchased a shotgun in a Walmart parking lot and then used the weapon to fatally shoot his father before burning the family's house with the body inside to cover the crime. That man is Michael Bowles, who was charged with first-degree murder in the death of his father, Mario Bowles, on July 25th. On Wednesday, Judge Avelina Jacobs heard testimony from nine witnesses, including a psychiatrist who was treating Bowles, fire and sheriff's office investigators who responded to the scene, and two of Bowles' high school friends. Psychiatrist Saba Hadi, oh my god, I apologize if I got that wrong. Anyway, the psychiatrist said he had diagnosed Bowles as a high-functioning schizophrenic in late 2014. The condition could be largely controlled by medication, but Bowles resisted taking it. Without the medication, he could be delusional, paranoid, could hallucinate, and was frequently combative with his parents. Bowles' last meeting with his psychiatrist was July 6th, when he reported that he was doing everything his parents asked, the doctor said. But on July 25th, Bowles' mother came to the office trying to get medication and help for her son. That same afternoon, firefighters answered a call to find a two-story house on fire. One of the firefighters found a shotgun laying on a piece of porch furniture outside as he was about to drag a fire hose through the front door. The sheriff's office secured that gun as evidence. Crews worked through the night to secure the fire. 
A search began for Bowles and his father, who were both unaccounted for. The next day, fire investigators found Mario Bowles' burned remains under collapsed wreckage. Evidence showed that he had been on his back on the second floor when he and the carpet were doused with gasoline. He had a large gunshot wound on the back of his torso. Michael Bowles was found later in the day and taken into custody without incident. Lab tests turned up gun primer on his hands. So how does a person diagnosed with schizophrenia buy a gun? According to testimony on Wednesday, they go on Facebook. A man who played football with Bowles in high school posted a photo of his 12-gauge on Facebook saying he wanted to sell it. Bowles met him in the Leesburg Walmart parking lot to buy it. Another childhood friend testified that Bowles had reached out to him two days before the fire, saying he wanted to talk about, quote, something very sacred. When he found out that Bowles wanted to sacrifice him, he cut off contact. Judge Jacobs ruled there was probable cause to send the case to a grand jury for review. Bowles is scheduled to be back in court for that on December 11th. In somewhat happier news, the financial outlook for Loudoun's school system is looking a little better than they thought at first, but still not exactly rosy. These stories will get happier as I go on through this Friday podcast today. In August, the school system estimated there would be a $100.5 million gap between the school's expenses and revenues next year. But this week, Assistant Superintendent of Support Services Lee Burden told the board that she's now expecting more money from the state and county than previously thought. Loudoun County Public Schools could get $14 million more in state revenue over the current fiscal year. That's $8.3 million more than they expected, in large part because of changes to the local composite index. That index is the formula the State Department of Education uses to decide how much funding to give each school district based on ability to pay. They could also get an increase in funding from the county. Based on early budget guidance that county supervisors have given the county administrator, the schools could see 20 to $26 million more from the county. This year, the school budget is $1.24 billion. They're estimating next year they'll need to grow the budget by $106 million to keep up with enrollment growth, staff new school buildings, and expand full-day kindergarten. This new revenue information means the gap is smaller than expected, but still in the range of 66 to $72 million. As the various school departments fine-tune their budgets for next year, the school system's projected expenditures are expected to go down, and generally the county's financial situation looks better as they get closer to budget season in March, so that gap could close up more. And... Good news now, Leesburg's 67-year-old VFW Post 1177 got a much-needed facelift yesterday with some help from Home Depot. More than 20 volunteers from Team Depot, Home Depot's employee-led volunteer force, worked from 7 in the morning to 5 in the evening on the project, which was made possible by a $20,000 grant from the Home Depot Foundation. They updated the drainage outside, planted shrubs, and put in new ceiling fans, lighting, floors, and drywall. The work could run through the rest of the weekend. Final work on the interior should be done in two weeks. The building standing there now was constructed in 1950, but the Leesburg Post has been around since 1937. They celebrated their 80th anniversary last month. Congratulations, guys. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, go rock... (laughs) 
<laughs> Go rock and roll with Noel at Portside Coffee and Bakery in Leesburg for a night of classic rock and roll. It's from 6 to 9 p.m. One Loudon's Flicks on the Bricks is back tonight at 6.30 p.m. People have gotten good at naming their events. Head on out to sit on the plaza and watch The Santa Claus for free. It's at One Loudon. It is outside, so dress warmly. And it's Trivia Night at Vanish Farmwoods Brewery in Luckett's. It's free to play, and there are prizes for the winners, and of course, they have great beer out there. It's from 7 to 9 p.m. Get the details on these events, and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend, and have a great day. Someone told me that I sound friendly on the podcast, and someone else commented that evidently I do not pronounce some words to her satisfaction. So, that's me. Kind of dumb but friendly.